Welcome to Radiant in Real Life. I'm your host, Beth Medley, and we are a community of women focused on becoming radiant in life, leadership, and the pursuit of Jesus. I'm so excited you're here. (laughs) Welcome back to the Radiant in Real Life podcast. I'm your host, Beth Medley, and I'm so excited to introduce you to my amazing friend, Emily. This week, she uh, I've gotten to know her and see her pretty regularly. Um, She works down the hall from me at um, KCS Consulting, and um, you are operations queen over there and um, truly keep everything running smoothly and have helped me so much uh, in my own personal um, social media journey, you know, Um, but you also own your own business, and you are an amazing daughter of God, and you love Jesus, and I respect you wildly. And so I want to introduce you to my friends. And um, yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself. First of all, you're very good at an introduction. (laughs) And now I have to live up to these beautiful things. Hello. Hello, world. It is I. (laughs) I'm very glad to be here. Um, My name's Emily, and I I live in College Station with my husband, five cats, and a bunch of embroidery hoops. So I own a hand embroidery business called M Broidery Stitch Co. Uh, and me and my husband are from South Texas. So when I say that, people get really confused, but my husband was an Aggie, so we like the area. I love College Station. I do too. Although I was I like am, there was a pause. <laughs> I do I bleed orange. So if you're gonna if you're gonna know that about me and log off, now's the time. That's okay. You know what? Sorry. So we Except Longhorns here in this space. Thank you. You know, wholeheartedly. I love the Aggies too. And they are a sports team that do sports things. Go sports! And we watch sports. No, we don't. I don't no, we watch don't. Sports, watch. So it's fine. You embroider things. Yes, I do. Possibly about sports. Oh, I love embroidering maroon things. Yeah, you do. In College Station. I have seen your maroon things that you embroider at, at your markets. Yeah. Darling. All of it. Thank you. All of it. Okay, so I want to know a little bit more about your business and how you got started and mm-hmm. um, a little bit of background on that. Okay, great question. I was teaching uh, when when COVID came, and so it shut down school. Yeah. I still was teaching virtually, but I needed something more. I have a theater background. I liked being with my kids So having to teach them from a screen felt very disconnected Mm -hmm. and I needed to check back in essentially to my creativity. So I thought embroidery would be a good outlet and um, I have the too much gene. So I picked up one embroidery (laughs) hoop needle thread uh, fabric and I decided to make a business out of it. So it's (laughs) been really fun. Three years later, I have a good time. Um, A lot of scars mostly physical not too many emotional but there are some there um I mean I can imagine business is actually not for the faint of heart um especially if you're coming at it from a teaching background and you went to school for teaching I did so you kind of jumped right in into a whole nother like world and there certainly are many emotional scars that come from that I know I can't be the only one that has um has some bumps and bruises along the way from building your own business and not knowing what the heck you're doing. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about that. Ooh, the learning curve was steep, my yeah. friends. She was steep. Um, I'm so glad to be on the other side of it, but I had a lot of ideas at first. 
I had a lot of ideas of the kind of business owner I would be, the kind of artist I would be, my ideal client and shopper, and I don't know that I follow any of those, <laughs> like, dreams anymore. Um, I'm, I've just learned a lot about my style and how I work and operate, and taking a step back from teaching showed me, oh, you're not the expert in the room anymore, right? Like, you are base level... Like, I was the most gremlin business owner ever. Gremlin. And, like, now I have business cards. It's great. Y'all, I cannot even tell you how much I laugh with this woman around. <laughs> so, um, I'm sorry. I actually know when you're in the building. I can hear you guys laughing down the hallway. It's my favorite. <laughs> I might be known as the cackle queen. And I don't think that's negative. You know, I think that I, just, I like to laugh through pain. And there's pain to laugh through. You know what I mean? It's a coping mechanism. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. So, <laughs> we did a talk about Are we those. going there? Yeah. Um, well, actually, you mentioned something that I thought was really interesting. And you said you wanted to connect back to your creativity. Mm. And, uh, or maybe lean into it. What was the phrase that you used? I don't know. It was really good. I'm going to go back Two and re-listen to this podcast. Emily was, <laughs> she was different. I'm a different person now. <laughs> no, but tell me a little bit about what that was like as you were coming, like, obviously the world was in this really traumatic place and we were all kind of scared and didn't really know what was happening. And mm. your kids were probably really scared and you were disconnected because you're teaching from a screen. So what, what did that do for you creatively being able to start this new thing break into something new it was so refreshing I had no idea how to embroider I actually didn't start with embroidery I started with cross stitch and I really liked the escapism of it all I would pretend I was in a cottage I would put on a little sweatshirt and just sit with that at the time I had two cats so many less uh, but I would just sit and learn new patterns and play with colors and techniques um, create, I, like the second thing I made was for someone else. So it wasn't, it wasn't like just for me, which was also nice. Cause I had the bar, right. I couldn't give something out that was like unpleasantly ugly. So, um, I mean, I've always liked Chon. Oh my gosh. You're looking at me like I just killed a puppy. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, um, I needed something other than teaching. I needed it desperately. And I went back to teaching the next year in town at a school district, um, and I thought, oh, well, now that we're in person, it'll be fine. I can go back to it. It's fine. But I think I leaned a little too heavily into the creative because I bibbity-bopped out of the classroom. That was my last year. Well, I I think it sounds like, you know, it kind of started as, like you mentioned, the escapism of it. Like, Mm -hmm. it started as probably almost like an, an emotional coping mechanism in the first place. Do you feel like that's true? Yeah, my trauma entered the group chat. Yeah, that's true. I I I get I would get very stressed out and not have any way to express myself yeah. outside of like teaching my was my identity. It was I was a teacher mm. and a wife and a cat mom and that was it. And I don't know that I wanted that the teacher part anymore. Yeah. Um, or at least the way it looked then cuz now I teach and it's just different now and I get to teach embroidery and it's just much more peaceful to me. Yeah. Well, and I think even you mentioned the identity part. Like I know that faith is a big thing to you and mm-hmm. so I know that we talk a lot about your identity being something that's grounded in God and and not in who you are to other people or or what you do even. Um 
it's just who God says you are. So mm-hmm. I love that you even mentioned that. Um, so tell me a little bit about what you actually sell. Because we're talking about embroidery. Yeah. And I know you can embroider all kinds of things. I can. I used to <laughs> tell people that anything I can physically puncture with a needle, I will embroider on and sell. So mm, not skin. We're not there yet. But I've embroidered. <laughs> oh, that was before. literally the first thing Sorry, I thought of. I was well, like, I'm you're going to be my insurance agent's going to call me and say, what did you, what are you liable for? Um, no, I do jewelry, accessories. Um, I have a keychain bar that's really fun. I embroider wedding shoes. I embroider wedding bouquets. A lot of what I consider bespoke embroidery. So um, often I'll hear people say, oh, embroidery is a dying art. It's always an old person that says that. Oh, see, I like that old person voice. Yeah, I mm, theater, theater background. I but can hear it. It's... It's custom embroidery that I want to, like, be passed down through generations. So yeah. I want to embroider your childhood home. And uh, then it can just be passed down. That makes and me want to cry. I want to embroider your wedding shoes or your wedding bouquet that you didn't get preserved because it was too expensive. So, so tell me a little bit about the bumps and bruises along the way as far as building your business, mm-hmm. figuring it out. Like, what, what were some of those big things for you? I, full disclosure, Beth helps me out in my business and you're coaching (laughs) me through a lot of things, but I suck. I sucked then. I suck now. Mm. I will not for very longer, but with time blocking. I was horrible (laughs) at it. I would say, oh yeah. You're in the process of getting good. I am. We got to recouch, rephrase that. Yeah. I'm in the process of growing in my time blocking skills (laughs) because I always bite off more than I can chew Mm. and I specifically remember my first holiday I had done small business Saturday the day after Thanksgiving most small businesses will celebrate and have sales so I held one and I sold about 25 pieces that had Christmas deadlines so in a month earlier than a month I was expected to hand embroider about 25 ornaments, wedding bouquets, houses, and it didn't happen. And oh my I, had, gosh. I had to refund those orders and profusely apologize and wow. like express my deepest sympathies. Um, I'm, I'm still figuring it out. Um, I have a few tricks up my sleeve on speed, but I cannot turn in something that is less than perfect. Hmm. Let's talk about that one too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really bad. I've been known to like completely start projects over because of like a few stitches that just got wonky. Yeah. I'm like, no, this is not good. You're going to see it. And anyway, so that's a big, a big thing I learned early It's like being able to manage your time yeah. because for you, time is a huge resource. It's not like you can scale your own skill. Like it takes yeah. you the amount of time that it takes you to embroider something. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's a huge one. So that first Christmas, it was not a holiday. It sounds <laughs> it sounds so rough because horrendous. when we when we have those big failures like that, and I mean like that might sound a little harsh, but that's I'm sure how you saw it. Oh yeah, um, it was a slap in the face. Refunding the money, you know. Uh, so what were some of the lies that you feel like the enemy came at you with in that situation that you have had to mm. pull out and replace with truth? We hate the lies, but yeah, it we was, do. you're like, you're never going to get a handle of this. You're never going to get control of this. 
you'll never get faster. You're letting all of these people down. Mm. What are you doing embroidering and, you know, guaranteeing that it'll arrive at a certain time? Um, why do you have this business if you're going to be letting people down? Ooh, snap. Yeah, or if you were more talented, you could do this faster. That's one, too. Um, oh. Also, your competitors are right on your coattails. So you also have to be making content to keep them invested, right? So not only was I trying to embroider everything and cross-stitch everything, but create content for it at the same time. And then, you know, it just got overwhelming for sure. So how do you feel like you... Because that's typically what the enemy does, right? Like Mm -hmm. we have a failure, we have a wound, and he comes and like he sows some lies. Like as many as he can... He's going to sew them into your wounds. And then we have to go back and do that work of like pulling them out, replacing them with truth. So Mm -hmm. like, how do you feel like coming out of that season of like, wow, that like you just, I don't even know. That was at least 10 lies that you listed right there. Mm -hmm. So like, how have you taken those and what have you replaced them with that's allowed you to continue going and, and to be growing this way? This is going to sound like a blanket statement and I, I don't want it to, but like the Lord doesn't see me as a failure, you know, like God adopted me. Like I'm Jesus's sister. I'm yep. your sister. I'm like a part of something so much bigger than embroidery. And when I'm able to step back and go into the perspective of, okay, I, I can apologize and, you know, like show my heart to these people who I've let down but I cannot be shackled. Like Satan is trying to shackle me to the world, but I'm not of the world, right? Like it's, it is just embroidery, but if I'm embroidering it, it, or if I'm working on a project through the lens of fear, it's not gonna be as beautiful as if I'm praying or being like intentional and thoughtful and joyful in the middle of, you know, embroidering your wedding shoes. Do you want me to be happy? And like celebrating your love and just like, so thankful for the time that I'm able to spend on this or do you want me to be embroidering it fearful and shameful that they're like a few days behind or whatever so that has been kind of a shift just and staying grateful because none of this would happen without God like it's all for his glory so if it's for his glory there can be no lies attached to it I have to just try to like remove myself from all of that so good that's not a blanket statement that was just like mic drop like ultimate bottom line like bottom line this is what god says about me and you are living into it and it is beautiful and it's difficult though i mean oh yeah it's hard and it's something we have to practice daily and some days i sucked like that first year i sucked at that i just was horrible at it um but like being this many steps removed from it, like, gosh, they were just lies. They were just lies. They were just lies. I, yeah, they were just lies. <laughs> it's so true. But like, but we, whether we are embroidering things or mm-hmm. we're creating social content or we're coaching somebody or whatever it is that the Lord has called you to do, whatever you're doing, we're doing it unto the Lord and we're doing it for his glory. And, and ultimately, bottom line that ekes out of us into whatever we're creating Mm -hmm. and into whatever we're doing and so I love even as you mentioned that like you know you're embroidering these bride's shoes and you're like yeah I'm gonna be 
praying for this marriage and I'm going to be thankful that, that they have this relationship and I'm going to be praying that God moves in them. Like, heck yes. Like I want those in my shoes every day. I'm probably just going to bring you all my shoes and just have you embroider something on them. I'm, oh my gosh, sorry. I know we're getting so emotional, but I've tried so many times with Shiloh, like, "Mm, but I need the Hey Dudes, but I need the Vans, but I need the, anyway, it's working for now. Let's see. For wedding shoes? Like for me. Like I oh, for you. Them. Oh, yeah, yeah you like, need them. Ooh, I need these shoes because I need to embroider them. Absolutely. Right? And then wear them everywhere. You are like, your okay, own yeah, like sure. walking billboard. That's real. Okay, yeah. so you can tell your tell him your business coach told you that you need mm-hmm. to get some because that's mm-hmm. actually, that is actually for real. You He'll be like, them. did your business coach <laughs> did you, <laughs> did, you- <laughs> uh, did you send you a gift card? <laughs> so funny. Well, I'm so excited to have had you here today. Thank you for sharing so vulnerably. Mm-hmm. And I want, last thing, I want to know if there's any encouragement or anything. I mean, you've shared ultimately like what what we are needing, what we're needing to hear if we're really honest. Mm -hmm. But is there anything else that you would want to leave our listeners with just to encourage them in what they're doing or um, or to to share something that you feel like the Lord has taught you? Okay, second disclaimer. I feel like I'm in a unique position because I also – help with your social media team. Oh my gosh, you so are. So I see, I kind of see what listeners are like being perceptive to and Mm -hmm. like welcoming of. Um, I would just say keep ingesting the goodness around you. There is so much darkness. Yeah. And it's all around and there will come a day where there's no more darkness, but we're still in it. So I would just say keep ingesting your pockets of sunshine, your pockets of goodness um, one of my favorite things when I'm in the sauna and hating everything, I will put on radiant in real life and I'll just listen to it and hear the truth. Um, and I don't know if that means being vulnerable and opening up to people or like getting a life coach for yourself. Um, or if you're just in a sad place of your business, but just remember that you're doing so much good. And, um, the more goodness you ingest, the more you will like get to explode out onto others too. Oh my more gosh. Goodness. I'm really excited. I'm about to cry. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you. Okay, so I'm officially going to have to have you back because wow. they're I'm like. I'm trying to work it. I'm like, I have to give them everything so I can come back. I I already have like five other questions that I want to ask you that I'm like, oh, she has such good stuff in there. But I don't want to keep our episode too long. So listeners, there. just um, hang on because Emily's totally going to come back to join us um, and keep us laughing for sure. So thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. I know it meant a lot to me. I'm so excited. I love it. So y'all keep being radiant. Thank you for listening to our episode today. Hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. So I have one last question before you go. What are you going to radiate this week in your life, leadership, and your pursuit of Jesus?